When people think of printing, they think of copiers, toners, or pamphlets. But the print industry is growing, and new technologies are impacting how products are developed and printed. In this episode of Intersections, the RIT podcast, alumna Stephanie Fallon, management publishing leader at Wayfair, talks to Cecilia Savka and Emmy Name, undergraduate students in the Graphic Media Science and Technology program, about creativity, learning to be a jack of all graphic trades, and the skills needed in today's print industry. Knowing that you're both in courses, taking a look at the industry now, can you speak to any developing technology or developing areas that are kind of newer that might be of interest to you? I'm actually doing a independent study for my senior year. One thing that I'm working with Dr. Bruce Myers with is e-ink, so electronic ink, electronic paper. It mimics the appearance of paper, but on a screen. You know, there's LED, there's LCD displays. They all use a lot of energy. And this display is really interesting that the technology can run for a month without being charged. But it's really interesting because there's just basically ink particles inside the display that'll move up and down closer or farther away from the screen that we see due to electronic charges. And it's a lot, a lot better sustainable way for displays. Combining electronic paper and ink together is one thing that's, that's happening. Very cool that you mentioned e-ink. I live in Boston now and I was over near Fenway Park and I actually saw like a, I guess it'd be like a city stanchion, you know, where they put like a map up of like the smaller area that you're in or something or like announcements, but it was e-ink and they had a sign next to it explaining that it was e-ink, which is really interesting to think about, like you were saying of how efficient it is in terms of energy usage, but the fact that they can update the messaging at any time compared to if it was some sort of poster or sign they had to pay to make every single time they did it. Great that you're researching that. I know Emmy really well because we've had a couple of classes together, but Emmy, I know you do a lot in the print industry already. In the major, I found that I really love like designing, but I also love like the printing aspect. Everybody in the major has really something like a different interest, you know, something that they're interested in. Like some people are all about print production, like pre-pass, some people are more design, some people a little bit of both, which really like works hand in hand, which offers a lot of collaboration. I love both aspects, but I definitely lean towards more of the design. But I also, I just, I think it's so satisfying printing something that you made. I feel so, so cool when I'm put, putting in the paper measurements and the grammage. And I'm like, man, I, I got this giant machine that takes up half the room to print my little design, you know? So that's kind of my way of getting that both the design and the printing areas in. I like how you mentioned, you know, like the touch, like feeling what you made. Um, I think that's so prevalent in the industry is there's going to be people wanting to touch things, you know, wanting to feel the paper, wanting to like see it not through a screen. So I think even though the industry is moving digitally and there's all these things that we could be that could be done on the screen, I think just having paper to your hand is something that won't go away that people want to have. I completely agree. And it's awesome, Emmy, that you're you're taking your work from start to finish yourself. I mean, there's something like so empowering about that, but also the zeros and ones behind the shapes and colors where a lot of people just assume when you say, oh, I'm in printing, they think of their desktop printer and that you just like change the ink cartridges and hit send. Whereas there's a lot of work that goes into setting up those projects and 
having them come out correctly. And, and I agree with you, Cecilia, of like the tactile nature of print. I'm the same exact way. I'm a vinyl collector, even though I have a like Spotify premium. There's just some things that you just want to be able to see and touch in real life. And that's a way we're going to keep seeing print going is it's not going to be like before we had screens where everything needed to be printed to then be dispersed. But being intentional and being creative about the way that the companies that we work at deploy print because there are some experiences that you just can't translate to a screen at this point. And one thing that sticks out to me, National Geographic ran an article about a flower that had gone extinct a very, very long time ago. They found a sample of it or were able to reconstruct what the build of the smell was and then create a scented varnish to then print into the article. So you could smell this eons old extinct flower like it had just grown out of the ground yesterday and until we have smell vision i don't know how else you have an experience like that and that's what i'm saying about like creativity and being intentional about it like to me that's a home run in executing something in print i don't know if you've seen because I te- a teacher showed us this in class it's i'm pretty sure it was like a wine bottle label And if you put your phone to it, I guess there's like a code or uh, something that it scans. And then the picture on the label that's already printed starts moving on your phone when you're watching it. I saw that and I was like, that's crazy that now that's like what's going on and what you can do with technology and print at the same time. Yeah, there are some very cool systems where you can create a QR code that doesn't look like a QR code. You capture an image and it designates that image as the QR code instead of like the little blocky squares that you're kind of used to seeing when you think about it. And I remember in school, there was a design class that actually went to the art museum in Rochester, took photos of the paintings, and then with the animation students were able to animate the works of art so that when you held your phone up to them, they would come alive. And so those are pre-existing works of art, but imagine that on any kind of printed material. Like what if we could just make that letter start bouncing around or something? The possibilities of the use of that in some ways can kind of be a novelty, but I think, you know, the same way that the scented varnish of the extinct plant could be leveraged in some cases, you can really, really do something special. And that's a perfect example of hand in hand, like digital and print working together versus the way I think a lot of people think of it of like digital's killing print and it's going to take completely over. I don't think that that's the right way to look at it. How do you decide where to go in print media? Because there's so many different ways you go with this major. Through my classwork at RIT and through my co-op experiences, um, I wound up at Hasbro. I was producing their packaging artwork through that really understanding like all the zeros and ones that kind of go behind the shapes and colors and kind of all the rules that you have to follow or at least know to get something to reproduce from a screen to print. And I thought that was really powerful paired with the other stuff that we learned in the program about web output, tablet output. So, I mean, once you have the keys to every channel, you know how to make something look the same on a screen versus printed on glossy paper versus matte paper, and then auto resize itself for a tablet. I mean, that's some pretty powerful stuff. 
especially now with companies kind of deploying across every channel. So along the way of like learning all these things, it's just like accumulating tools, accumulating tools and kind of figuring out what speaks to me along the way. And every step of finding a new role or considering a new role, learning about a different area of the industry was kind of like always cross-checking with my own personal list of like, what do I like to do? What do I wish I could do more of? What do I wish I never had to do again? And finding those sweet spots. I think our major is a good um, liaison between other, other industries. This major, you learn a lot about the basics of graphic design and then a lot of the production workflow after it. That kind of gets lost somewhere between, you know, packaging science or graphic design or any other major. I think we are a good bridge between a lot of a lot of positions and a lot of majors. 100%. And I think it sets you up really well. You find yourself almost being a translator between the different functions because you're equipped to speak design speak where maybe they can't specify something like total area coverage of inks or specify like the percent they need lifted off a page, but you can hear that in the way they communicate you, turn around to a print vendor and then give them the specifications that they need that they understand. And I've found that skill valuable kind of as I've grown in my career, where starting off right after school, I was a hands-on pre-press person setting up files for digital presses then moved into catalog production at ESPN, where I not only was prepping files and mechanics, but I was marking up imagery for retouching, working with our vendor to make sure the files were coming out, getting into logistics and project management to make sure all of our files were coming in on time. And my current role at Wayfair is kind of the third evolution of that, where I've leaned more into the project management side. I currently run end-to-end production for a catalog program with around 10 different functions of groups that all need to work together and be coordinated through the process. I was valuable to the building of the workflow because I understood what it took to get a print project out. It's always something you're going to have in your back pocket. That's just like a value add to you in whatever you want to pursue as like your job title. Like we do get like experience in so many different areas, like from cross media, digital media, graphic design to production, and even a little bit of like web page production. So I like to think of like our major as like a jack of all graphic trades. We kind of learn a little bit of everything. And um, some people choose to go like one route. Some people choose to do a little bit of everything. And talking about Steph's point about kind of like the production workflow. In your first year, you learn how to read a paper label, which I never thought was something that it was a skill that you would have. But you need to know that when you're talking to clients in the industry, talking about um, what paper, the grammage, the size, the gloss, you know, if it has UV in it, you know, all these different terms that it helps that puts us, I feel like, a step above where we have a little bit of that industry experience already in our major so that we are able to talk, you know, in the kind of print jargon that they use in the industry we kind of understand that and are able to communicate that with the projects that um, we create as well, which I think is really cool. I think there is like a reality to the print industry that it definitely can be volatile. And depending on what arm of it you're in, you want to develop transferable skills (laughs) um, and you want to always be learning. I mean, regardless of your industry, you always want to be someone that, that continues to learn 
and and try new things and keep up with how things are going and see trends ahead of when they land. In my own case, knowing that the thing I really fell in love with was magazines in a time when I'm watching a lot of different titles be sold off or discontinued or converted to digital only, that didn't discourage me from deciding that that was what I wanted to pursue. But I also wasn't naive to the fact that the same situation I was seeing on these titles could happen to mine. And so in my time at ESPN, I was like, I love this. But in the back of my head, just always thinking like, what, how can I grow beyond it? And so taking on more project management responsibilities, understanding more about the workflow of it all instead of my silo in the process. And that kind of led me to this, to this next phase of being like, what are the core things that I really liked about that? I liked being able to teach the people that I worked with about printing and about output. So I really liked that collaboration. I liked keeping things in order. I'm very type A. And so like the project management really spoke to me. And so kind of moving into my wafer role, like this is a perfect marrying of those things. I get to stay in a print channel. So the thing I'm outputting is still the thing that I love, but I'm flexing new muscles and I'm just adding to my toolkit. And so it's a change, but it's a win-win. Thank you for listening to Intersections, the RIT podcast, a production of RIT Marketing and Communications. To learn more about our university, go to www.rit.edu. And to hear more podcasts, subscribe to Intersections on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, or SoundCloud, or by visiting www.rit.edu slash news slash podcasts.